Welcome to the Wantrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast, your source for everything you need to go from unfocused wantrepreneur to action-taking, money-making entrepreneur. Now, your host, Brian Lofermento. Hey there, and a very happy Strategy Wednesday to you. This is episode 94 of the Wantrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast, and I am thrilled that you are here with me today because I've got a really good Strategy Wednesday episode planned for you today. Now, this whole thing got sparked by one of my students in real life, so an actual student that I work with, an actual entrepreneur just like you, who, to be honest with you, a year and a half ago didn't have a business. So he's come a long way since then, and right now he's really growing an incredible following on the internet. So I'm going to give you some insight into my conversations with him, what's really taken his marketing and his business to the next level, how he stands out, how he's become the authority the person that everybody knows in his industry. I'm going to give you some behind-the-scenes information about what him and I talked about last week, how he's implemented the changes, and what it has done for him. But before we do that, I want to say... It's Wednesday by the time this episode airs. It's Monday when I'm recording it, and I want to let you know that as of right now, as of the recording, we've got two spots left for the house in San Diego where I'll be teaching my Ultimate Profit Model Framework, which teaches entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs. So even if you're a entrepreneur and you still have a nine-to-five, you still don't have a business idea, you still aren't making money from your business or from your side hustle, you qualify for this. It's my ultimate profit model framework where I show entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs how to go from zero to $10,000 a month by building a marketing system that attracts new customers and clients to them. Because remember, when it comes to finding new customers and clients, it's just like fishing. You could either swim after the fish one by one and drive yourself crazy, or you can cast your bait and let the fish come to you. I mean, how cool is it right now that I'm recording this podcast and thousands of people from almost 40 countries around the world are listening to me in their earphones, out of their phone speakers, out of their car speakers, out of their computer speakers. You are listening to me right now somewhere in the world and I'm not chasing you. You found me somehow and it's the coolest thing in the world and that's why I love my business because my business grows in all sorts of cool ways. But Today's Strategy Wednesday episode really gets into the strategy behind what the heck I do, what my students do, and what successful entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs all across the world do, or exclude entrepreneurs from that last sentence, because entrepreneurs are not yet successful in their businesses. So like I said, we've got two spots left at Ultimate Profit Model San Diego. It's in three weeks. Holy cow, I can't believe it. It's only three weeks away. I've got some really cool gifts for attendees. I'm in the process of finishing all of the content for that week in San Diego. The dates are April 24th through the 28th, so I know they're coming up. If you're spontaneous, if you're ready for a massive change, and if you want to live with me and my team in San Diego, I rented out a mansion for all of us. It's incredible. I can't say enough good things about the mansion. It's seriously going to be incredible. Everything's taken care of for you. The house, you'll get to stay in the house with me and my team and your fellow attendees who are basically going to become your brothers and sisters in this entrepreneurial journey. All the food's taken care of from you for you. All the excursions are taken care of for you. Transportation, as soon as you land, a car will pick you up. 
take you to the house. It's going to be incredible. So if you want to claim one of the last two spots, if you're sitting there and you're saying, well, Brian, I want to actually start a business. I want to stop talking about this thing. I want to take massive action and learn from someone who's been there and done that and have a supportive group around me that can cheer me on, support me and encourage me, encourage me moving forward then this just might be the step that you want to take. It might just be the step that you need to take. So I'm not pressuring you. There's two spots left. And you know what? I know that they're going to go. They're going to fill up. This is my invitation to you, the podcast listeners, to snag one of those beds before they do, though. The cool thing is for podcast listeners, I'm extending the early bird pricing. It's all inclusive, like I said. So you can just head on over to ultimateprofitmodel.com. You'll see all the information, costs, everything. Just remember that you get the early bird pricing discount. So just head on over to ultimateprofitmodel.com. It's cool because when you fill out your application, you'll get to set up a one-on-one phone call with me. So there's that. So even if you don't end up coming, that's the way to get a one-on-one phone call with me. But let's dive into today's Strategy Wednesday episode. Now, one of my students, his name is Nick. He's actually out here in Los Angeles, so I get to meet with him in person all the time. We hang out, we talk business, we talk soccer, because he's a soccer coach. He's one of the most accomplished high school soccer coaches in the United States. And so last year, in 2016, he came to me and he said, I want to start a business serving soccer coaches. Now, Nick has made awesome progress in the past year and a half in particular, but this past week, I was talking to Nick about his business and and his followers and the audience that he's been building, particularly through Facebook, and I asked him what's resonating with them, and he started telling me some of the topics that they were all talking about, about how when you're coaching youth players, for example, it's not about winning, it's about development, and I could tell that something was wrong the way that Nick was saying it to me. It sounded like he was a puppet for all the governing bodies of soccer that always preach those things. You know, it's not about winning or losing. It's about development for your players. And so I I questioned Nick, and I, I said it with one question that made him sit back and say, yeah, no, it's BS. And I asked him, Nick, where did you get the idea that winning and losing versus development and growth are mutually exclusive from each other. And immediately you could see he wanted to say, well, that's what U.S. soccer and the governing bodies teach in these coaching courses. But the reality is, I know Nick. Nick loves to win. I've seen Nick's players. Nick's players have gone on to play the top te- top levels of the sport. Nick has coached guys who have gone on to be pro soccer players, who have played for national teams. One of his, his female players, she went on to play in the World Cup and the Olympics. So I know that Nick combines the art of winning with the art and joy of growth and development. And so I questioned him and I said, why are you not talking about that stuff? Why are you being an echo chamber? And so Nick shared with me, he hosts office hours every single night or every single month with soccer coaches from across the country. And that's how he's really building his following right now. All these soccer coaches from across the United States tune in. It's a live group call with Nick, and they just talk about soccer. And so I watched Nick's last office hours. And it was funny to me because all these coaches had trophies in the background and medals that they've won and awards that they've won. And here they all were talking about the fact that they don't care about winning versus losing. And I could tell that that was BS. 
It's just what they were told they were supposed to say. So Nick and I had a long conversation after his last office hours about what does he actually stand for? What makes him different from every other coaching course out there, every other coaching clinic, every other coaching handbook? And Nick started rattling off his beliefs about coaching. And I'll tell you what, when he got deep about what he stands for, what he believes in, those immediately became apparent that those are his differentiators. So I challenge Nick. Hey, Nick, tomorrow when you wake up, post in your Facebook group. So he has a Facebook group with a ton of soccer coaches. I said, post in your Facebook group about what you really think about the governing bodies, what you really think about the fact that coaches need to pay hundreds of dollars to get these bogus licenses that don't even really mean they're good coaches. It just means that they've put the hours in and sat in a classroom. has nothing to do with their, their actual coaching credentials and merits. Go on, post that with your audience. See if that resonates. And so I woke up the next day. I am not a morning person. Anyone who knows me well knows that that is absolutely true. For example, I'm recording this at 10 p.m. at night because this is when I do my, my best work, my most excited work. That's how you usually hear me. And so I woke up and I saw that Nick had made a Facebook post. And the Facebook post was a picture of his expired coaching license from 1999. And he talked about, hey, when this, the night that this license expired, did that make me a worse coach or is the license meaningless? Or was I too busy focusing on actually getting coaching experience, impacting young players' lives and helping them grow? And he struck a nerve with his audience. Everybody started replying. Yeah, how come no one talks about this? What a racket that is. Why do we have to pay hundreds of dollars? Some people were even saying, I know coaches who have paid to take these licensing courses and got these licenses, and they've never even actually coached a team. He struck a nerve, and people were responding in droves. It was Nick's most engaged post of 2017 so far. And so that's what today's episode is all about. It's about one of the biggest strategies if you want to become the expert, the authority in your industry. And to do that, you need to stand for something. That's my invitation to you in today's episode. You need to sit down and ask yourself, what do I stand for? And for Nick, he had to get back to the basics. And he had to realize what he stands for is that winning is not mutually exclusive. Winning is not the opposite of development. The two can work in tandem. And that's something that nobody else is preaching. And so when Nick started weaving that sort of belief system into his marketing, it started resonating. And you know what happens when your message resonates? Dollars will follow. Because when you resonate with people, you'll be more impactful. And remember, dollars are simply a measure of impact or a measure of value that you bring to a marketplace. You want to have a lot of impact. Now, one of the cool ways that you can do that, and I'm going to share a few of those with you on today's episode, is you've probably seen that more and more entrepreneurs and more and more companies are releasing company manifestos or creeds. For example, Lululemon. Let's pick on Lululemon. Now, I've never shopped at Lululemon, 
because I mean, I don't buy yoga gear. I don't know if they have men's stuff or not, but I don't shop at Lululemon, but their brand always sticks out to me for a million different reasons. And the cool thing about Lululemon is they have some aficionados. And so people who love Lululemon are super loyal towards Lululemon. And one of the things that defines Lululemon as a brand is their manifesto. Now, what is a manifesto? Manifesto, you might be asking. A manifesto is one document. It's just one page where you just put all of your beliefs down on paper. So I've got Lululemon's manifesto up in front of me. I'll read a few of it to you, a few sentences from it. Here we go. Creativity is maximized when you are living in the moment. That which matters the most should never give way to that which matters the least. This is not your practice life. This is all there is. Sweat once a day to regenerate your skin. Friends are more important than money. Your outlook on life is a direct reflection of how much you like yourself. Do not use cleaning chemicals on your kitchen surfaces. Someone will inevitably make a sandwich on your counter. The pursuit of happiness is the source of all unhappiness. Breathe deeply. Listen, 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 then ask strategic questions. So you could see these are some of the beliefs that define Lululemon. So Lululemon as a company, as a brand, as an executive team, as a marketing team have sat down and said, what do we stand for? And what happens when you do that? is you find the people who believe in the same things that you stand for. There are a million other yoga apparel brands out there. But I'll tell you what, and this is this is the truth right here live on the air. I don't know a single other one. I literally could not name another yoga brand to you, but I can name Lululemon. And I'll tell you what I've noticed. When I go to shopping malls, because I am addicted to shopping malls, as a marketer, it's like my dream. I can see a million different brands all in the span of one hour. I can watch people interact with them. I can see what catches their eyes. I can read their marketing language. I love shopping malls. And you know what always sticks out to me in shopping malls? Lululemon doesn't even have the name of their store on their store. It's just their logo. And for guys like me who don't know what the heck Lululemon is, that's okay. I walk by it. I mean, honestly, probably for a year, I walked past Lululemon, had no clue what it was. But they had a raving group of fans who believed in the stuff that they believe in. I'll give you another example. So there's this guy, his name's Bruce Mao. He's one of the most accomplished architects and designers in the world. He's a Canadian. He has been involved in projects like the Seattle Public Library. From what I understand, the new giant stadium as well. He has done some really big architectural projects. And back in 1998, Bruce Mao sat down. So this is before he was as popular as he is today. He sat down and he created what he called an incomplete manifesto for growth. And what Bruce did was he sat down and wrote down everything that he believes is true of successfully designing impactful buildings and impactful art. I'll read from his manifesto. Here's a couple of ones. So basically he sat down, these are all his beliefs, and people who resonated with it started taking notice of Bruce and he became the man. He's won so many different awards out there. 
for example, let me scroll through. So he's won the Global Creative Leadership Award in 2009, the Cooper Hewitt National Design Award in 2016. He's done some incredible things. And back in 1998, it started with this manifesto. Here's a couple of examples from his manifesto. Capture accidents. The wrong answer is the right answer in search of a different question. Collect wrong answers as part of the process. Ask different questions. Drift. Allow yourself to wander aimlessly. Explore adjacencies. Lack judgment. Postpone criticism. Begin anywhere. John Cage tells us that not knowing where to begin is a common form of paralysis. His advice? Begin anywhere. Everyone is a leader. Growth happens. Whenever it does, allow it to emerge. Learn to follow when it makes sense. Let anyone lead. Keep moving. The market and its operations have a tendency to reinforce success. Resist it. Allow failure and migration to be part of your practice. Stay up late. Strange things happen when you've gone too far, been up too long, worked too hard, and you're separated from the rest of the world. So those are just some examples from his manifesto. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, well, Brian, I don't know what I stand for. My industry is kind of boring. Well, let me tell you this. My industry was more boring than anything back in 2012. I owned a search engine optimization agency located in Boston, and that's what we sold was search engine optimization services. Basically, in a nutshell, we helped websites rank higher on Google so that they would get more customers. But we always were true to ourselves. We always knew what we stood for, what we believed in. We didn't necessarily have a manifesto written out, but my business partner and I, Kevin, we constantly talked about what do we stand for. There's a million other search engine optimization agencies in Boston, never mind in the world. So we knew we had stand out, and we were two 23-year-olds from the suburbs of Boston, and every time we walked into a meeting, we were just always us. We always showed the things that we stood for. We stood for having fun. We firmly believed, and to this day, I firmly believe it, we believe that business is fun. If it feels like work, or if it feels like something you don't want to do, then you're not doing it right. We believe that we should be transparent. I mean, we had fun in our meetings. When we sat down with CEOs of $15 million a year businesses, we were joking around with them. Despite the fact that they were two or three times our age, we treated them like people. We didn't go in there trying to sell to them. One of our most core foundations, one of our most core beliefs is that you need to lead with value and the money will inevitably follow. It's something that I carry with me to this day. And that's why so many people, when they reach out to me or when they meet me in person, they always say to me, Brian, your podcast is amazing because it's so you. How do you speak so well on all these different topics? And I'll tell you the truth. The reason isn't because I'm prepared, because I'll tell you what, when it comes to preparation in life, I'm one of the less prepared entrepreneurs that you'll ever meet. I would much rather wing something then sit down and, and come up with a script and come up with all these bullet points of things that I want to cover. When I hit record on these podcast episodes, I've got some things in my head that I want to cover. A lot of times I go off on tangents and I never even hit those points. But the reason is, is because I've done a lot of work on me. 
I've figured out what I stand for. And it's so easy for me to preach these things and to share these things on podcasts, in my marketing, in my courses, in my sales pitches, in my presentations. But chances are, especially if you're listening to this, I'm guessing that you're in the entrepreneur or the entrepreneur phase, the beginner entrepreneur phase. And if that's true, you probably haven't done that soul searching just yet. And it's okay, because I didn't either for years into my entrepreneurial journey. But that's my invitation to you today. Figure out what the heck you stand for. This, if, you're, if you've been waiting for permission, this is your permission to say whatever the heck you want. You don't have to play by anybody else's rules. You don't have to say what the status quo has always said. This is your invitation. Sit down. Ask yourself, what do I stand for? What do I believe? What do I believe in? What, I feel, what do I feel strongly about? What lights me up? Answer those questions today and start using it in your everyday language. Start using it when you tell people about your business. When I tell people about my business, I always tell them the same things. I say, I believe that entrepreneurship unlocks you to live your life however you want to. And I'm pretty, I'm pretty transparent with people. I love the fact that I get to play tennis in the middle of the day when the sun is still shining. I love the fact that I can work at 10.30 at night and record podcast episodes when I want. I love the fact that I don't have a boss and I don't need to ask for vacation time so I can just go to my brother and sister-in-law's house in D.C. for Easter. I can do whatever I want and I sincerely believe that entrepreneurship complements the lifestyle that you want. And I set my business up in a way that makes that a reality. Because I could set my business up a million different ways and still have it be successful. But the reality is I make very intentional decisions to set my business up in a way that allows me to play tennis in the middle of the day, in a way that allows me to not be responsive to emails all the time. I'm very unresponsive in emails. And I apologize to podcast listeners who have reached out. When I see podcast listeners emailing, I always try to get back right away. But the reality is I'm not big on email anymore. I mean, I use Facebook Messenger more and more. I use Snapchat a lot. I love getting texts from people. That's a really easy way to get a hold of me. But I've set my business up in these intentional ways that complement my lifestyle. And I can do that because I know what I stand for. And I find people who want to work with me that believe in those very same things. So when they hear my voice, when they hear my message, they say, you know what? That guy gets me. I want to work with him or I want to learn from him or I want to hire him. And that's the important thing. Figure out what you stand for today. I know this was a little bit of a heavy episode. Hit Google. Search for corporate manifestos. Look up the Lululemon manifesto. Look up an incomplete manifesto for growth. It's a really great one. Look up those manifestos and come up with your own. It doesn't have to be fancy. Just start writing down what you stand for. That's it for me today. I will see you this Friday for another Featured Friday episode of the Entrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast. And I so look forward to seeing who's going to fill the last two beds at Ultimate Profit Model San Diego, April 24th through the 28th. If you want to apply, head straight on over to ultimateprofitmodel.com. As a podcast listener, you will get the early bird pricing and everything's included. We're going to pick you up from the airport. We're going to put you up in the mansion. 
We're going to feed you. You're going to have an incredible time. And I'm going to teach you how to actually implement the foundations of a 10K a month business in your business, even if you're starting from scratch. I'll see you this Friday. Thanks for listening to the Wantrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast with your host, Brian Lofermento. For show notes and to get a free copy of Brian's book, visit us online at thewantrepreneurshow.com.